What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? We're coming in again, What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast. You are here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Invincible Episode 7. And this is the episode right before the season finale coming this week. And this episode was titled, We Need to Talk. A lot of the questions that that these character have that these characters have in the show are finally about to be answered. We're finally about to hear Omni Man explain everything on his motives and what he has going on. There's so many questions about Robot and what he's gonna be now because we see, hey, he might not really be on this villain shit, or he could still be, but just playing it in a cool way now. I, I feel like it's a lot of twists and turns that are gonna come with this show based off of this episode alone. What the fuck is going on? What's my biggest reaction <laughs> to this fucking episode, bro? With each episode, this show continues to just improve each week, bro. This shit is amazing, bro. This nigga Omni-Man is fighting against all these different villains. This nigga Immortal ends up coming back from the dead and ends up fighting Omni-Man again and still ends up getting killed. It's just like, it's so much shit going on in this show, but I'm loving every second of this shit, bro. Loving every second. But my the funniest part, <laughs> the funniest part to me, bro, was that then like the first scene when it was that Amber and Mark scene, and she yeah. had ended or she uh, Mark ended up telling her what was good, and she was like, Okay, <laughs> like he's like, I already, I already knew I already knew that shit. I already knew you as a superhero type shit. And I, I said it last week, bro, about uh William ending up finding out how Mark was a superhero already just by looking at his facial features. I love, like, the awareness of characters in this show, bro. Like, them niggas know what the fuck is going on. Like, you don't have exactly. to come out and actually say what you are because them niggas can tell by, like, your tendencies, why you've been missing shit, like, your excuses, the bullshit. So it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I love that shit about the show, too, the awareness of characters. I love the shit. I, I totally agree. I love the fact that it's so real to how we would have shit happen in real life. You know, I, I love the fact that they're not toying with our minds by making the characters naive to shit. I love the fact that they're fully aware of what's going on. So I totally agree with you on that. Yes, sir. Uh, but the biggest plot points that we pulled from this episode was everyone is against Omni-Man. That's the biggest plot point now uh, from this episode that we pulled, and it could be the biggest plot point for next episode as well. Uh, everyone's against them. Cecil and the GDA, uh, the Guardians of the Globe, they fall under the GDA, so they'll potentially be going against them next. You know, Debbie is against them now. It's just everybody is is, is Omni-Man versus everybody at this point. <laughs> Literally, hey, it's, it's it's funny because in one of the posters for Invincible, like one of the posters is like Omni Man, like flying in the background, and like Invincible, like it looked like he just got his ass beat. So if this nigga Omni Man, even though he's the greatest superhero in the world, if this nigga comes through, like you said, everybody against him and ends up coming out on top, my nigga, this nigga awesome OP, <laughs> shit, my nigga. If he if he ends up dominating everybody, this nigga too OP, bro. <laughs> Way too OP, cause that's how that's how I was really feeling right now, my nigga. If he come out of all this shit with just a scratch on him, I'm gonna be like, this nigga here too OP, for real, for real. Crazy, crazy. And then the second biggest plot point that we have is Mark is about to find out the truth, and you know we see that come to fruition at literally the final scene of the episode. Uh, we see uh we see Omni Man say the title of the episode, Mark. We need to talk. And Mark is finally about to find out the truth about his father, the truth about what happened to the Guardians. Like, And it feels like outside of the side characters, it feels like Mark is the only one that truly is left in the blind because Debbie knows, oh, yeah. uh, Dark Blood knew, Cecil and all the GDA knew, all the big people that 
you would expect to be left in the blind other than one or two people. Hell, even the person who makes Omni-Man suits, like he knows that what Omni-Man did. But Mark is the final person left in the blind, but that's all about to come to an end now with him about to find out the truth. And the third point that I put was robot isn't evil after all. And I, I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't I say that. No, but I'm saying I probably should have put question marks after I put that because we still mm-hmm. don't know what he's truly going to do. But in this episode, I can't fully say that he isn't going to be a good person because now that he finally got his mission accomplished and you kind of see the romance that they're kind of going to try and play between him and Monster Girl, is he actually going to be evil because he showed up? to still work with the Guardians. You know, I'm thinking he finna go and do his own thing completely and shit, especially what we've seen in this episode. He has too much power, like, to just be on the good side. Like, this nigga has, like, that neural link to all the other robot drones and shit. So I feel like he has too much power to just be a part of the Guardians of the Globe group. Like, because he's better than all of them niggas with everything that he has now with the new body, with the neural link. He's too good to be a part of that group still, unless he just wants to be around old girl, monster girl. I feel like he's going to still eventually be a bad character. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he will. I think they just wanted him to come off as that because he wanted to give his reasoning. He wanted to get sympathized for his situation. But I think he's still going to be bad character by the end of the uh, by the end of the story. I don't even I don't even know if I want to say he'll be a totally bad character anymore like I was predicting just based off of what we've seen. Like I said, cause I was predicting that he was going to work with Omni-Man or he was just going to be just as big a villain as Omni-Man. But I don't know. Could he be an anti-hero? You know, we've been using that term a lot lately, like not full villain, but definitely not a hero. Could he could he just be that anti-hero role? It's a lot left to be seen with Robot. Yes, sir. But we start the episode off uh, literally from episode uh, six. And Debbie and Omni-Man finally talk about why he murdered the Guardians. And he's still not giving a full answer to Debbie on what he did. And the trust is just completely gone. Like, she doesn't want to hear any excuses. She doesn't want him trying to sweet talk her or anything. She just wants to cut throat and dry. Look, tell me why you did it. You've been lying to me now for basically 20 years because you're telling me that you've Ben had this plan, but you're still not telling me what the plan is. So I'm like, ooh, is this really going to be the episode where Debbie gets killed or is Omni-Man <laughs> going to spare Because De- yeah. Debbie ain't pulling out no stops. She coming at him full speed. And I really feel like it's going to be some, a situation next episode where it's going to be um, – because Cecil, he has the teleporter shits. So I think Debbie will get the teleporter shit to try to break up, like, the fight that's going to happen between uh, Mark and Omni-Man. I think she's going to try to get in between that. And when she tries to get in between it, that's how she would be end up getting killed because she will try to save Mark because Omni-Man probably going to be beating his ass. And when she comes in, she's going to come in the middle of that shit, probably do some laser beams, uh, end up hitting her shit accidentally, and that's how she ends up dying. I can see some shit like that happening because they do have the teleporter shits. So that's how she could easily get there in time before they fight or in the midst of the fight. That That's a good theory. I didn't think about that. I never really thought how about how she would die. I just I kind of predicted same as you that she would die. But I'm glad you said that because I actually didn't try to put a scenario up of how it would happen. So that's a good way to think about it. But uh, we see that she kicks uh, she kicks Omni-Man out once she realizes he's not giving the answers that she wants to hear. And as soon as he leaves, she calls Mark to try and find him because he's still yet to be dropped off back home by William. And we find out that the GDA has been spying on their conversation and they pick her up and bring her to the uh, GDA headquarters. And uh, what did you pull anything from that scene other than what you were just saying about the teleporter thing? Yeah, not not really. Uh, she was just the first person to realize, like they would like creeping in their house and things like that. And then we see eventually mm-hmm. that uh, Omni Man ends up figuring this shit out. And I was trying, I was kind of confused because it looks like when Omni Man eventually found out that people were in his house, it's like they had like a green like hollow around them, like he could actually see them. But then, like, he couldn't tell them they were in there at first. But then, when he noticed they were there, they turn they turned green. So I'm like. How he couldn't see them at first, but then when he notices them, like all the people that he can notice people in the the room now. You feel what I'm saying? Because he probably wasn't using certain super awarenesses, like because I'm sure he has like super sight, super hearing and all that. It's just 
when you're when you're in your home, you're in your safe space. You're not thinking to use certain senses at max power. But once he noticed, wait, the front door is open, and I didn't open the door. Like, and he turns around, he's like, "Hold the fuck on!" Like, my senses are on ten now, so I see everything now. So I think that's all it was, really. Same thing with dark blood. Like when when he noticed dark blood was in the house, he noticed like it's chilly as hell. So like, let me see if I can actually pinpoint yeah. where he is. But that's what I'm saying. With dark blood, you could tell dark blood comes in the room because everything gets cold. But with the GDA, you really couldn't tell unless like like we seen in the scenario, you heard something. Like they were invisible to everybody though. That's what I'm saying. It was just weird. It's like one moment he didn't know anything, and then the next moment, like he sees them and they're, they're like green figures. But like you said, it was like super sight ended up kicking in. So I can see that. I can see that. Plus, I kind of got Dragon Ball Z vibes because, like, in Dragon Ball Z, you can't always see your opponent, but you can sense their energy. So I'm like, that's I th- and I think that's energy. what it was more than anything because he really couldn't see anybody, but he could like tell them and like tell like where people were shooting from, and he can hear shit, and then he'll go toward their energy and like choke them niggas out of some shit. So I think it was some shit like that too. True. And then we get to the next scene where William drops Amber and Mark off, and. When when he drops Amber off, Mark hops out the car and tries to apologize to her. And he finally, after all these episodes and all these different situations, <laughs> he finally tells her that he is invincible. But she already knows, and Amber does not care. And I honestly wasn't expecting that. As glad as I was, I wasn't, to see I wasn't it happen, expecting it either. I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah, I, I was. I was very glad to see it happen because I'm like, oh shit, okay, finally a non naive like witness of like superheroes and shit. Okay, somebody who actually correctly like correctly assumed who it was. Like that was crazy. But um, I was like, wow, she just doesn't care. I'm thinking she knew. But she was still going to care. She's like, no, I know, and I still don't care. Like, you still lied to me. Which which didn't make sense to me because I'm like, you know he's a superhero, so you know he's out here fighting for the greater good. So you know he can't spend all the time that he can with you. Like, why don't you care? Even though he lied to you, it's just like, how can he really trust you for real still? And he just got his powers. Like, he, like we always been talking about, the balancing thing. Like, he doesn't know who to trust. He just got all of this shit. Like, are you really that mad at him because he didn't tell you when he just got his powers? So he really doesn't know who he can trust. Like, he really didn't even want to tell William. William just found out. So it's like, I don't know. I I, I didn't know how to feel about that shit. Like, why she didn't care that he was a superhero. It's like, I understand that he lied to you. But, like, the reasons, like, nah, nah. Like, he, I don't think he really could trust you like that with that type of information. Like, that's huge, bro. I don't care how long I've really known you. It is, but at the same time, it's like she's shown him multiple times that he can trust her. And I get it. Like, that's you're talking regular shit as compared yeah. to superhero shit. A secret, but, like he said, it's a secret identity. Like, I'm really not supposed to tell anybody. But still, at the same time, it's like you've already messed up with her several times. So it's like. And she hasn't messed up with you at all yet. She's being honest with you. She's being open with you. She's giving you chances to be vulnerable with her. So it's like, hey, I'm giving you opportunity. I've been real since the moment I told you I wanted to talk to you. And it's like, I've shown you several times you could trust me. Granted, that's like the biggest thing to trust somebody with. But I, in Amber's eyes, it's like for however many months we've been talking now, I feel like I've earned that right to know especially if you want me to be your lady like how you want me to be your lady but you don't want to tell me your biggest secret like i, I don't know the, i understand where it's coming from but that's the thing like how do you know she's not going to turn around and tell somebody else bro that that's what's more important if i was mark like then how i know you're not gonna tell somebody else and then my secrets start getting out more and more and more and he really doesn't want that like you don't know like accidentally just like with william she tells somebody and then my the jig is up type shit so I don't know, bro, because with a girlfriend, you don't know how long y'all going to be together. So if y'all break up in the next couple of months and she start running her mouth, it's like, yay, my nigga. Like, I don't really know if I should have gave you that information. So it's a sticky situation, bro. That's all. It's like, you don't ever, you don't care. You don't care, nigga, because he was fighting within an inch of his life when he was supposed to be out there with uh, you at the shelter or whatever. My nigga was getting his ass beat. Damn, about to die. You don't care? <laughs> <laughs> you don't care at all? It's like Amber. <laughs> I've seen a lot of memes about Amber on the TL. <laughs> that, Me too. Those shits have been hilarious. <laughs> definitely, definitely. 
I see that yeah, R. I Kelly meme. I've been fighting for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She, it was like Amber tweets if he doesn't. It was something like if he doesn't yeah. commit, like he doesn't care or something like that. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is real. That shit is real. Man, a lot of mixed emotions. I just understand both sides of the situation. And then uh, the next scene comes. Monster Girl comes back to the Guardian's headquarters. She's finally fully healthy again. And we noticed amongst all the celebrations of her coming back, no robot is acting weird as hell and it's like he's glitching like he he's just not he he wasn't really talking to begin with in the moments where he was talking he kept glitching over and over and everybody's like whoa like what the hell is going on like you usually don't act like this so i was like oh shit is his plan finna go up in smoke i ain't know what to think at that moment yeah i I didn't either bro i didn't know what the hell was going on with that nigga robot bro because at first i was like damn maybe he nervous or some shit but i'm like he a robot so i'm like i don't think he really has that type of emotion really but then we see that it was really like a transmitter that was coming from like the the vehicle that they were in going into like the abandoned warehouse type shit that was fucking up his speech and his programming and shit but that shit fucked me up when i found out that that robot that we've been seeing this whole time was really just a drone. I was like, yeah. damn. So that nigga really was mind controlled by that little goblin ass nigga in that in the tank. I was like, crazy. Crazy. Because <laughs> I, I thought the dude that we've been seeing this whole time had a brain inside of him or some shit, but he really was just getting mind controlled by Rudolph, the, the little Voldemort ass nigga. So I was like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And that's the next thing that we come up on. A uh, robot actually has several bots at disposal and he and the Marla twins are finally finally finishing their body switch project and we see like you just said robot has actually been this blob thing this entire time and he he said something that stuck out to me too he said that he was actually 30 years old so he's been like this for 30 plus years now so it's like how many drones could he possibly have like how much exactly. knowledge does robot have because i noticed when uh I think it was before this next scene that came up, but the Mala twins were like, how can we trust you? And they were still like, Hey, when are we getting our money? And robot destroyed one of his bots. And he was like, look, I'm helpless. I don't have any defenses or anything. Now you can trust me. And the Mala twins were like, yeah, you don't have any defenses right now, but I'm not going to say you're just totally helpless. Exactly. I think it's because they know how powerful his mind is and how much shit he can actually do. And that's what I was saying about the um about him being in the Guardians of the Globe. Like, he's too powerful. Like, y'all seen that big-ass drone that came out of that garbage truck? Like, he probably got a number of those around the damn city, at least, bro. So, he's too powerful, has too many bots around to just be a regular good guy like the Guardians of the Globe. Like, nah, he finna plot some, he finna plot some shit, my nigga. Like, he didn't do all that. He wasn't in that uh, that tank or whatever just to be a regular good guy. Like, nah, he wanna, he wanna cause a stir, for sure. He definitely <laughs> wants to cause a stir. I believe it. And next scene, we got William and Mark have. Oh, a deep but that's talk. but that's a, that's yeah. probably another thing though. He probably wants to work with Monster Girl and take Monster Girl out of the Guardians of the Globe, so Monster Girl can probably work with him on whatever the fuck he's doing, so he can at least have Monster Girl on his side. That possibly can be what he's doing as well. And the fact that he likes her obviously builds into that. But I think that's something that he's trying to do. He's trying to draw her like kind of away, and that's why he wanted to get her same age range so they can have that in common. And he could possibly find a way to help reverse her curse or at least yes. stop it to where she stops aging in reverse. Yeah, you're still And that's something that probably now. could help lure right. her to her side. Yep. True. So I could see that. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. And in the next scene, William and Mark have a deep talk about everything that's going on. And William is keeping it real with Mark, but <laughs> Mark can't really take it because you need yeah. those friends sometimes to tell you that you're wrong. You know, William was telling him, look, I get it. Amber dumped you, but you were being a terrible boyfriend. It's not like she's wrong for dumping you. And he he said some real shit. He was like, bro, she honestly broke up with you months ago. It's just now, like, it's just completely a closed casket situation. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Like, when a female mentally checks out, that's when, like, it's for real, for real. Like, when she physically leaves, trust me, she mentally left you, like, way before that. So I was like, damn, William real for telling him that. And he told us some other real shit, too. He was like, bro, look, school shit, you just need to study harder and learn how to balance everything. And that's the main thing we've been talking about with Mark. He doesn't know how to balance shit. Once he finds a balance, he will be unfuckwittable. 
I promise. <laughs> I definitely agree with that shit, bro. Definitely agree. Man, I wonder what's, what it's going to take for him to finally... It's probably going to be next episode when he fights against his pops and he sees his mom dead. That's probably going to be the tick that really gets him to his full potential. Because I think that's what's going to have him. Because I'm like, damn, like, we see him show flashes of it. Like, oh, shit, there you go. Like, with the super burst, then he blew up all the aliens and shit. So you've seen the potential. But I think next week when he goes against Omni-Man and I think his mom will eventually die, that's when we're going to see Invincible really at, like, the full potential uh, all the way through the rest of this show. I agree. I, I'm waiting on that moment. I'm still waiting on that boss moment where Omni-Man punched the hell out of him and he looking like, that shit don't hurt. I'm waiting for that moment so bad. I am truly waiting for that moment. And we go to the next scene where Debbie is with Cecil in the GDA, and he tells her that Mark is the only person that can stop Omni-Man based off of all the research and blood DNA testing that they've done. There is no other hero that can defeat Omni-Man that they feel. They know they have things in place and people in place that could possibly match up to him but it's going to take mark to actually defeat this man and debbie is like whoa like i i'm kind of okay with y'all trying to stop nolan but i don't want my son being a part of that because i don't want to lose both my husband and my son when i've already technically lost my husband at this point and I, I wish they would have told her that Mark can't die. Like, we've seen this before. I wish they would have said, like, his blood, the butcher might blood, you can't die. Because I feel like she would have been more okay with the situation. And I feel like she's not going to know that next episode either. And that's could possibly another reason why she goes out there and tries to stop the fight. Because she's like, oh, he might kill my son. He going so crazy type shit. But it's like, Mark can't die. Like, it don't matter what Omni-Man do. You feel what I'm saying? And I wonder when we're going to find out when, what is his weakness. He has to have a weakness. And I'm wondering when we're going to get more background on that. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously Debbie could possibly be a weakness and is a weakness. But like like the Kryptonite and Superman shit, like, I wonder, like, what's, what's the Viltrumite version of that? I'm waiting to see that with the show. What if, this is a theory I'm going with for episode eight. And it can't, I can't even say anything is a stretch at this point because so much shit happens in these episodes. What <laughs> if... Cecil thinks of a way to stop Omni-Man and it might have to involve them going back to Viltrum or Voltrum, however you say it. What if he mm -hmm. says we can find a way to send them back to their home planet and then that could possibly be a weakness? Because with Superman, once he goes back to Krypton, he's all of a sudden weaker because he hasn't lived on Krypton and who knows how long he's gotten used to the Earth's sun. Mm -hmm. Omni-Man and Mark might be in a similar position to where it's like they're so used to Earth over the past 20 plus years that it's like if they somehow some way go back to Viltrum they'll possibly get weaker and it'll really be a situation on who can last longer and then that will be a Mark's favor because Mark isn't full Viltrumite he also exactly. had that American blood as well so he could fight better over there and fucking uh Omni-Man will be at a disadvantage that would make sense the only problem would be how would they get there how would they yeah, get because there he, Mark can't breathe in space. That's the only issue. Mark can't theory. breathe in space. Yeah, exactly. But I like that, though. And that probably would be his weakness. That's interesting. But I'm, interesting. I'm wondering how he can't breathe in space, but he can fly in space. That doesn't make sense. Because if you can't breathe in space, oxygen enters your body through your ears. I like it, it, it enters your body more than just your face. I mean, more than just your mouth. So... How can he just hold his breath and survive in space, but the rest of the way oxygen can be taken out of his body just doesn't matter? I don't know that. That never. Do you made mean sense when he me. flew? Do you mean when he flew with to Mars? No, no, because he, he had a mask on when he flew to Mars. When he went to space that first time, and he uh he went against. Oh, that. When he went straight. To he went yeah. to space and then came straight down though. So I don't, I don't think he was up there for that long though. It was, it was when he was fighting that space patrol person who goes to different planets to check their hero status oh, and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did he, I'm did like, he have a mask on, though? No, nah, he went up. He kept holding his breath, and then he went back to Earth, and he held his breath again. I'm like, oh. that doesn't that didn't make sense to me. I'm like, this man can either breathe in space or he can't. Like, that just doesn't make sense. So, I don't know. I guess that's what they were showing it for. Like, he can't breathe, so he's trying to get his breath, and then he's trying to go back. I guess that's what they were trying to play on, but I truly don't know. I don't know. I feel like Omni-Man possibly lied to this boy and told him he can't breathe in space. I don't know. <laughs> but that could be a weakness of just being um born, like half-blood. Half-human, half yeah. Yeah, that could just be a disadvantage. So I think that could be it, too. 
Ho- hopefully that theory comes to fruition. I feel like if they go to Viltrum, Mark definitely kicking his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to the next scene where the Marla twins begin the transfer process for Robot, but it's not going as planned, and the Marla twins come up with a solution of uh, rewiring the neurons that are going through uh, to the other body. But instead of his mind being transferred, it only makes a clone. And that was a situation that the Marlin twins were I like saying, that scene. I like that like, scene. If this doesn't work, it's going to be a situation where the clone knows it's a clone, and that's never a good situation. Like you want, and that's where we find out why do the Marlin twins always do that? Why do they make it to where they both think they're the original? And it's like, no, you don't want a clone that knows it's a clone. And that's literally exactly what happened. And I'm like, oh shit, I hope nothing backfires from this. But that's what that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, what what is the effect of that? What happens when a clone realizes he's a clone? Because it it wouldn't want to be controlled. If you both think you're the original, then you're more like minded. And it's like, I I don't know. I feel like if you know you're a clone, you're going to automatically feel like you're inferior to the other one. Ah, because he's not the original. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because when he had ended up killing um the actual Voldemort looking ass nigga. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then they had called it an act of mercy. They're like, that's an act of mercy because you don't want two of each other. So I guess mm-hmm. now, I guess he's he would just take over that original form. But what else, and it's still in the back of his mind, would he still think that he's still the clone? Would he well, still know that? But that's what the Molly Twins were saying too. They were like, in this situation, it's different because y'all clearly don't look alike. So mm-hmm. that that's that's where it doesn't matter whether you think you're the original or the clone because y'all don't look alike at all. So mm-hmm. I I understood what they were saying from that um from that standpoint. Yeah, I love that clone because I love the background that we got on the Molly Twins because we literally asked that question like two episodes ago, like. Why don't they? Why don't niggas have the same brain? I thought it was more so you can have the same experiences, and like they said, they're always on the same page and shit. Yeah, so you don't have too. to catch anybody. Yeah, you don't have to catch them up on anything. Like they're always on the same page. So I felt like that was the biggest reason. But we also found out that 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 was a reason too. The clone, and you don't want to be inferior. So I definitely fuck with that scene, bro. Because the if emotion you're of that in, scene. If you're feeling inferior, you're gonna start to question. If you could possibly be better than the original, as opposed to both of y'all just think y'all the original and you could deal with the banter throughout doing shit of no, I'm the original. No, I'm the original. If that's the only thing I gotta worry about is just arguing with you about that <laughs> shit. I, I honestly don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely fuck with that, bro. I definitely fuck with that. And I fuck with that one that one clip when it was um they both had put their hands up and it was like the goblin hand over like the, yeah. uh, the new dude hand. I was I was like, damn, nah, I fuck with that shit. And they, he had to kill the dude, had to take the mask off. I fuck with that shit, bro. I fuck with the scene. I did too. Very emotional. Got to see a little yeah. emotion from the from the villains for a moment. And we yeah. see Robot double crosses them and tries to take them back to prison. I wasn't surprised about that at all because I, I felt somebody was going to double cross somebody and Robot is the one who ended up trying to do it. And we see this is where the truck turns into a giant robot. And he we noticed that robot has infinite supplies of bots at disposal. And I'm like, man, because at first I'm like, I, I thought your theory of he already knew how to clone like the Mala twins. I thought that's what it was. But I'm like, no, he just has unlimited technology to make several bots. Cause I thought he was cloning robots at first. And I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would you clone robots when you could just rebuild robots? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I took for that. That was I fuck with to see how the uh the Mahler twins like on the same page and shit trying to defeat them. So they was throwing each other like different pieces to create yeah. one big ass weapon. And they almost had that nigga, but then the neural leak with the, <laughs> the big ass robot ended up ended up saving that nigga, bro. I really fuck with the Mahler twins. They get taken advantage of, but I really fuck with the Mahler twins, bro. I want them to be a, a bigger part of the show. And like I wonder how they're gonna come back into this shit because um I don't like, see them gonna, being villains the whole time. I feel I could yeah, see them working with the Guardians too. of the Globe or Me working with Cecil. Too. They could work with Cecil at some point too. That's what I was going. That's what I was going to say, bro. I can't see them being a, a bad guys the whole time, bro. Like they, they actually have like some good traits to them. So I, I definitely right. fuck with. I definitely fuck with the Mahler twins, bro. Definitely do. I forgot what the fuck I was about to say, but yeah, they could be trying to get revenge on Robot. That's what they had tried to do with the Immortal anyway. So they probably could be trying to say that uh, 
Robot, he ain't a good dude type shit. Try to put uh, other Guardians of the Globe on. And then that's probably when in the background, Robot gonna have this master plan of trying to, to cause chaos or whatever the fuck he's trying to do. And that's how the Marla twins and the Guardians of the Globe could end up pairing up. And now we can see the Marla twins like turn into like the good guys. But I definitely fuck with them. Definitely, definitely. And before either Robot or the Marla twins win in this fight, he gets a call that all Guardians have to report to headquarters from Cecil and he leaves mid-fight. And this goes into the next scene where Omni-Man comes back home to the GDA inside his house for an ambush. And like we said earlier, he notices they're in there without even having to see them. And he mar- and he slaughters all of them, like gruesome killings to everybody. Oh my. The, the one that hurt me the worst was the black lady. He didn't even kill the black lady, dog. He Her did body it. Was Her body was twisted. Up. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I was like, no, bro, that shit hit me so hard, bro. And we noticed that everyone is looking for Mark. He's looking for Mark, and all the GDA is looking for Mark. Bro, the the kills in this show are so fucking great. This nigga (laughs) put a gun, stuffed a gun in the nigga face, blew that nigga whole shit up. But the kill that killed me, bro, is when he sliced that nigga body in half on the table. He had cut that nigga, one part of that nigga body was like on the wall, and the other half was like laying on the ground. I was like, this nigga Omni-Man is something different, bro. I don't even think he... I don't even think he cut him. He pushed him. Yeah, he pushed. He, yeah, he pushed him so hard in front of the counter that his top half just slid back, like literally, just like I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, <laughs> the, the choreography of this shit is crazy, bro. Like, and he also ended man. up killing Donald as well. He ended up finding out the GDA yeah. right, was right next door. Ended up killing Donald ass. So yeah, crazy. And I. I'm glad we didn't get to see him kill Donald because I, I fuck with Donald. Like, Donald was just that real dweeby little assistant yeah. person. It's like, <laughs> he he don't need to die. He ain't really doing nothing wrong. He's just doing his job. But Omni-Man grabbed that man's spine. And I'm like, please don't rip my dog's spine out. And that looked like exactly what he was going to do. But he pressed the button just in time to make the house explode. I was like, cool. At least he died in the explosion. He ain't die spineless. And then he said that shit. He was like, "It was my honor, sir." I was like, "Damn, man, that nigga Donald. I don't even know Donald like that, but I felt that. I felt that for real, <laughs> for real." And like I said, everybody's looking for Mark at this point. And Omni Man finds William, and he's questioning William about Mark, and he finds out that he's with Eve. And I'm like, "Please don't tell me Omni Man finna hurt on William, because if he hurt William." And kill Mark Mom. Mark is going to obliterate this man. <laughs> I'm like, please don't hit William. William already lost his boyfriend. I'm like, this man already going through a lot. That shit was crazy. Yeah. It's funny because I thought that was um I thought that was William's boyfriend. What was boy name from last week? Rick. Rick. I thought that was Rick. I thought that was Rick who was fighting against Omni Man. Like they were like the first people out there. I thought Rick mm-hmm. was one of them people, but I don't yeah, think it I was did Rick. Too. Nah, yeah, it, but it was. Yeah, they were like dead soldiers. He ended up saying that they were. And I was like, okay. I thought he had a nigga threw Rick out there against Omni Man. <laughs> you know that shit was gonna be a done deal, but can't do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh we go to the next scene where Cecil puts the Guardians on standby and Robot arrives at Guardians headquarters and he introduces himself and they're weirded out by his new body. Rexplode is like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? He's like, why do you look like me out of all people? Why do you look like me? And that shit was mm-hmm. hilarious to me. I love I love the voiceover that they got for Rex Blow because he just provides so much comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he ends up telling them that Monster Girl is looking at you. You feel what I'm saying? And I wanted to be like you. I want a Monster Girl to be like, uh, so you know what I'm saying? At least be attracted to me at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think she will eventually gravitate toward him as well. They only, they had that bond toward the end of the episode. They end up holding hands and shit. So she definitely mm-hmm. going to fuck with that nigga. If he's... Like I said, I think he will eventually turn evil and have an evil plan. I think Monster Girl definitely gonna go with that nigga, bro. I really feel like it's gonna happen. I think I think it's going to depend on how soon Robot tells them what his actual intentions are and if they're okay with what he with what he did or not. Because they're all they all told him, look, we're gonna have to sit and think about this for a minute. We got a whole situation going on right now, but later we all gonna have to talk about this because you didn't ask Rex for his permission to use his DNA. Even if you did, the shit sounds weird. And even though your intentions were good to help Monster Girl and to help give yourself a better life, it's like you're going about this shit in some weird and extreme ways. So everybody kind of questioning him right now. They're not really mad, but they ain't really in support of what he's doing either. So I feel it's going to depend on whether he explains what's going on first or if the Mahler twins catch them first. 
And I think that's what's going to happen. I think the Mahler twins will be the people that tell him because I, I wouldn't see why he would tell the Guardians of the Globe what his actual plan was. Like, nah. Like he probably, he might tell Monster Girl so Monster Girl can be on his side, but he ain't going to tell everybody else. Maybe Monster yeah. Girl, after he tells her, ends up telling them. But I can't tell him directly telling everybody what the fuck he got going on, what his master plan is. True, true. We shall wait and see. And Cecil puts the Guardians on. Oh wait, no, I just said that. Mark vents to Eve once he finds her out in the uh in the woods, and she tells him about himself, and she's letting him know, look, like you're wrong for what you did with Amber. Yeah, it's sad that your situation ended that way, but you got to stop sitting in such a sad sack that you in right now. Like you're still a superhero at the end of the day. We see Mark talking about, I don't even want to save the world or save people no more, and Eve looking like, bruh. Okay, you got dumped and you were in the wrong, but it's not that serious. Yeah, it, it ain't. <laughs> like, you're going to bounce back, my nigga. You're going to be okay, but there's people out here that need you, Mark. Like, you can't be in this yeah. slump for too long, my nigga. He got to get out of that. And she just went through a breakup tour. Nigga, that she been with for three years. So she obviously knows the pain that you're going through. So listen to the fuck you got to say, you feel what I'm saying? You know what she talking about. So and and her situation, her situation was worse because she got cheated yeah, on. Was, so, yeah. And her parents low-key disclaiming her at this point. So so who better to take advice from in this type of situation than Eve? <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's funny because Mark was trying to throw a shot at her ass. She was like, yeah, man, you were, you was like on the right path, but then now you're this. And she was like, whoa, what do you mean? Like, like no, I like I love the life I'm living. He's like, okay. Exactly. Like she said, <laughs> I've saved more people as this than i'd ever did when i was with the teen team and doing all that shit so i'm like yeah she, and they're killing she people in the process too with the teen team like them niggas didn't give a right fuck. yeah they're letting people they're letting people die and shit is because in their <laughs> in their mind as long as they beat the villain that's all that matters and black samson like y'all not even paying attention to the fact that y'all got innocent people dying while we're quote-unquote winning so yeah she got she had a big point with that it's like Black Samson's attitude has also changed as well t- towards the whole yep. Guardians of the Globe. That nigga was having a good time with Rex Flowing and shit. I'm like, oh, since this nigga got his powers back, he ain't the grumpy <laughs> old man no more. Like, this nigga <laughs> turned his whole attitude around. I, For I, real. I, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, now he buddy-buddy with niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the old grumpy nigga a couple episodes ago. <laughs> And then we get to the next scene where Cecil pulls out all firepower to stop Omni-Man. And this is where we see uh, the true test of what Omni-Man can and cannot defeat. Where they, they're pulling shit from outer space to try and stop him. He's destroying that. They're pulling up the, the robots that we seen from last episode. That shit ain't working. I'm like, what is going to affect this man? Like you said, what is his weakness? Like, Omni, um, Cecil said... We just wasted four hundred billion dollars for the world's most expensive <laughs> nosebleed. Like what the yeah. fuck? Like <laughs> that's I'm like, come nuts, on, bro. bro. And it's funny because I wonder if he did that shit before because he was like, um, because when he was flying, he was like, he started to feel like the energy of it. He was like, you better not do that shit. Like, or you better not dare or some shit. I was like, did he do this before? Like, how did he know? Like, it was this shit that was about to beam on him. Well, they they happened. probably they probably used it before, but with villains and shit. Because they, they, they've known each other for 20-plus years, so I'm sure Omni-Man Ooh. knows all the weapons and shit that they can use to stop villains. So that's why <laughs> when it got on him, he was like, you wouldn't dare use that shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit like, crazy, yeah, bro. That shit crazy. But that, hey, that one thing, that, that whatever the fuck that was, the tentacle, uh, I don't know what the fuck that shit was, but whatever yeah. the fuck that shit was... Man, that shit was OP. And it almost had both of their ass, Mark and Omni Mass tied up. About to eat both of their ass. Cause what did he say? He had ended up saying he took out the um the weakness of the of the octopus elephant looking nigga. He took, he took out he, his uh he took out his pain cortex or something like that. Pain cortex. He said he just juiced him up with every drug and enhancement. So he's like, this nigga gonna be OP, my nigga. This ain't the same <laughs> nigga that you beat before. And he was beating both of their ass. But I think Mark had ended up doing some electrical current type shit with the wire, yeah. and that's how he ended up dying. I was like, damn, bro. That was a close one, because he had both of y'all niggas wrapped up for real. <laughs> and that's why I think, like, you can kill Omni-Man. It's just, you have to, you got to create some shit like that. Yeah. Like, it's going to take the most unthinkable type monster that you could possibly conjure, and then you got to hope and pray that that can do it. And even then, it still took a while. Cecil was like, all right, 
that would probably buy us like five minutes because he didn't even yeah. think that shit was really going for. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, what can this man not beat? Like, what what's going to beat him? And we're we're just seeing time and time again that it's gonna have to be Mark. Now go ahead to my favorite part of the episode. Uh wait, I, I was gonna say, I think one of my favorite parts was when Cecil was doing the teleport shit. I that was one of my too. favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking this teleporter finna be slow as fuck. No, that shit worked fast as hell. Like he was teleporting all around Omni Man. Which and that was surprising me how like Omni Man was damn to getting this nigga. Like, cause when you teleport, you assume like a nigga just finna like get there quick as fuck. But this that tells you how fast Omni Man is, bro. How he almost was getting this nigga with the teleporter. Like that shit is nuts. And like on that last one before he had ended up going back to headquarters, he had got his tie. Like that shit it was mad close. Was like, like that nigga spider. What? That shit was, nuts, bro. That shit was like light speed damn there. I'm like, oh that's my what I'm God. saying. <laughs> and that's what they say about Superman. Like he's faster than like the speed of light type shit. Like mm-hmm. I wonder if that was the same thing with uh my boy too with uh Omni Man. That shit nuts, bro. I wonder who's that's faster, cool. like Flash or or uh, uh Omni Man, like Flash or Superman, like who's faster? Like that's a great question because mm-hmm. he's Flash is known for speed. Uh, but Flash this nigga Superman can get loose now. Flash is faster, I think. Because Flash is faster than see the spawn, see the speed of sound, speed of light. He can like remember on the video game of damn Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe? One mm-hmm. of Flash's finishing moves was he can move so fast that he can go forward in time. Like, which doesn't make sense. Just because you go around the world fast, <laughs> that, don't, that that doesn't mean you're going in the future. But just just to give an example, like, he can move so fast that he can go forward in time damn near. I'm like, yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah, bro. But, that, yeah, that shit. No, nah, but the, the immortal part. But go ahead. But that immortal part is my favorite part of the episode. The, yeah, that me, me too. I just had to bring up that Cecil shit, though. The oh, yeah. Best I, I part. The best part of the movie was not the movie. The best part of this episode were the closing 10 minutes and the Marla twins attempt to bring back the immortal man. And, it and that's worked. what they were doing last week. So when they said the right. immortal, that's who that's that's who they meant by immortal in the post-credit scene. So they did try yeah, to bring because all the time I'm confused. I forgot all about that dude because when Omni Man killed all of them, I couldn't even learn who the hell everybody was. So I totally <laughs> forgot who that guy was anyway. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, because I forgot his name too. I forgot his name too. So when they said Immortal, I was just like, like, who the fuck is that? Like, I really thought I'm they like, didn't, I didn't know they were digging up anything. <laughs> I'm trying to learn people and y'all killing the people I'm supposed to learn. So yes, I, yes, I forgot about those people. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because Walter Goggins, who plays Cecil in this show, ended up liking one of our Instagram posts where we said that um we said that the Marlar twins weren't digging up anything and they were just one of the kids, the teenagers, to blackmail uh, the robot. Well, what the hell this nigga liking our shit for? Because we were not right at all. He's we were giving, not right. He's giving out false hope. He's giving out false hope with our theories. This nigga I, liked it, commented. I'm like, okay, we must be right. What we was talking I, about? I, we I think I think he was giving hand claps that our theory was so in depth, even though it was wrong. I, I feel like he just liked the theory that we gave. I feel like that's what that was. Because if Not he would have liked, if he would have liked it, and then other people would have seen it, it kind of would have been like a spoiler. Mm-hmm. So, I fuck yeah. with this shit. Shout out to Walker, Walter Goggins. Like you said, he plays Cecil. Definitely. And uh, we noticed that the Marlowe twins attempt to bring him back works, but the collar that Om- Omni Man, the collar that Robot gave them was faltered. So they were like, damn, he gave us a, a messed up schematic. And we see that um we see that Immortal Man is literally still pissed off from episode one because his recent memories are literally being killed by Omni-Man. And he's in full rage, and he leaves the Marlowe twins on his way to get Omni-Man. And this is why I loved his scene so much. Because in the flashbacks that he was having, like the first set of flashbacks he had was, Immortal was Abraham Lincoln in his past life. That's what they, That's what the flashback was. It was Abraham Lincoln getting killed. Yeah. I'm assuming that it was Immortal, so he really didn't die because, you know, say he ended up coming back in his past life. So it was a whole montage. And the montage, it showed how he got his powers. It was like a circling thing. Who ended up, he ended up getting the powers like that. And then it showed him as a knight. He was on a horse. And then it showed him as Abraham Lincoln. I was like, whoa, I had to replay it a couple of times. And I was like, this, this is a big scene. It actually shows you and gives you background on his character and shit. And then it showed you like his final form, like as a superhero. And he had like an eye on his chest. 
So I fuck with that montage shit, and it gave you background on him. And when I see Abraham Lincoln, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why was this nigga Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> but it made sense, though. So I definitely fuck with that shit even more. And we see while um, Omni-Man and Mark are going against the monster together, we uh, we this is when uh, Immortal Man comes, and it's a full-on brawl. And I'm like, is Immortal is the Immortal actually going to do this? Is he actually going to beat Omni-Man? Are we going to be a big villain short in episode eight? And are we just going to prepare for the next season? Nah, shit is crazy. And they beating each other ass. But Omni-Man still prevails and literally cuts this man in half with his hand. Shit was crazy. Bro, you know what this shit reminded me of? This shit honestly reminded me of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When John Walker ended up killing a flag smasher. Because when you looked at everybody's reaction, everybody's reaction was just like, whoa. Because they had helicopters around who were, was uh, viewing it on television and shit like that. So everybody is seeing what's going on. And he's, they see him kill the immortal. So they just like, whoa. You see Amber in her bed. Like, what the fuck going on? It gave me John Walker vibes when he had ended up killing that flag smasher, bro. Everybody was just like. Like, this ain't the superhero that we really thought, my nigga. Like, that shit was different. And the whole, the whole world was watching, bro. Like, William was watching. Amber was watching. People with their kids was watching. Everybody is just watching the news. And you see Omni-Man kill one of the supposed to be dead uh, Guardians of the Globe. And it's like, what the hell? And then this is where we get to the final moment of the uh, episode where he turns to Mark, and it, it was crazy because Omni Man um almost got his eyes gouged out. Like yeah. Immortal Man put his thumbs in his eyes, and I'm like, "Ooh, okay, he can't see, so now he's gonna have to fight Mark with no sight." Nah, them eyeballs still enough. <laughs> and he's like, ah, just was just red and bloody, but that nigga was still ready to go. That nigga was but still he, ready to go. He turns to Mark and says, "We need to talk." And there was no post credit scene for this episode. I know, and I'm it like, wasn't. "Damn, they really finna make us wait to see. They ain't finna spoil nothing for the next episode. They want us all blood raw." I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm hoping that episode eight is an hour long. Yes, I do. I do want that to happen. I don't think they did a post credit scene because it was like everybody's at in like the same like area of in, in storyline you feel what i'm saying like cecil is here Anya man is here mark is here Mahler twins are involved at robot i feel like we didn't need a post-credit scene so i'm glad that they didn't put it one uh put one so we can just get everything next episode so i definitely agree that it should be an hour long bro because i don't want this to be no quick fight between mark and his daddy like i want this shit to be drawn out draw this shit out <laughs> my nigga draw this shit out because it's gonna be a bloodbath for sure my nigga it's gonna be a bloodbath. So much emotion will be in there. And oh my goodness. I'm expecting Eve to help. I know Cecil told Eve to yes. stand down and go be with the rest of the Guardians. If the rest of the Guardians do end up helping Mark fight Omni Man, I'm I'm gonna predict that we're gonna see at least three Guardians of the Globe die. At least three of them are going to die. Eve might actually be very useful with helping Mark, and I feel like Eve yeah. might might really like cause some damage to Omni Man. So those are. Two predictions. We can go ahead and just get into predictions for the season finale. I feel uh Debbie will die, and three of the Guardians of the Globe will die, and Eve will actually play a huge part in kicking Omni-Man ass. Those are my three big predictions. And it was funny, like watching that one scene when the Guardians of the Globe had got that, like that, that ring from Cecil. Cecil was like, Cecil was like, don't move a muscle. Like, we might need y'all against Omni-Man if some shit goes wrong. And they was just like. It's Omni Man. <laughs> like mm-hmm. those niggas was confused as fuck. And then they looked over to the blood splatter that was still on the wall. They was just like, "Oh, so that's what happened to the last people that went against Omni Man." So them niggas gonna be scared as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> going against Omni Man, my nigga. And Rex Flow, yeah, like I agree with you. I think some of them will die. Rex Flow could be one of them, even though he's funny as hell. I feel like he could possibly die. Uh, duplicate. You know what I'm saying? I think Ant Man. I don't think the Ant Man girl would die. I think she would be fine because she, her powers are still useful to me. Like her, she can uh, mm-hmm. shape shift and shit like that. I think she would still be alive. But I, I agree with all of your predictions though. Uh, I think moms will end up getting teleported into that environment and she would get killed accidentally by Omni Man. Man, this shit would go crazy. But who do you think will win? And how do you think it will end with the fight? Uh. I think Mark's going to win, obviously, because Mark got to be in the show. So um, Mark will win. Uh, oh, and a fourth prediction, like I said earlier, I, I do think that 
Viltrum will play a part in where they fight, whether the elements of Viltrum being brought to Earth or them somehow, some way getting taken to Viltrum. I feel like the home planet of Omni-Man will play a part in their fight. I can definitely, I can definitely see that, bro. I don't know, bro. It's tough because, like I said a couple episodes ago, even if Mark was to defeat him defeat omni-man like omni-man still isn't going to die because of the viltrumite blood so it's weird bro because he's still going to be around omni-man will still be around because you can't kill him bro unless uh, he, you get some he can, my shit he can die he can die it's just how can he die everyone has a weakness bro everyone has a weakness we got to see that weakness next week, man. Got to see that weakness because it's going to be tough. Don't, I feel like Mark's going to get his ass beat until his mom get died. Until his mom died. Don't, don't be surprised if Cecil come out the woodworks because they might not have to go to Viltrum. Like I'm saying, Cecil might come out out of nowhere and be like, look, we've been working on this thing that is from their home planet like or something like that. And we have, a, we have this like type of weapon or we got this type of thing to where it can expose Omni-Man to his old planet. Or something like that. So if Cecil comes with some shit like that, don't be surprised. I'm telling you right now, I feel like Viltrum is going to play a huge part. I wonder if they're going to bring back Dark Blood from Hell or some shit. Like, what if him being from Hell has some type of effect on this nigga Omni Man? I don't know. I just want Dark Blood uh, to come back before the season finale. I want Dark Blood to come back because we never really see. Does he even have powers, or he's just a detective type nigga? Like we don't know. Because Hellboy, when yeah. Hellboy came back from Hell. Because like you said, he's from both Hellboy and from Rorschach. So when Hellboy came back from Hell, like that nigga was throwing hands too. But I don't know if he would be up there with Omni-Man's type of, you know what I'm saying, stature. I don't know. I would like to see Dark Blood again, though, before the uh, season finale is over. All right, bro. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, nah, that's it. All right, bro. I think we can. Uh, you can hit it with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. And our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, and if this is your first time on the channel, definitely hit that like and subscribe button. We appreciate all the support that we've been getting for this series. Uh, definitely check out everything else that we got going on on the podcast. We uh just finished up the Snowfall and Falcon and the Winter Soldier recap, so definitely go back and check those out. We got Invincible. We got a Mortal Kombat review coming out this week as well. So definitely look forward to everything that we got coming out. And we always got our sports and entertainment pods on Wednesday as well. So check out everything that we got going on, bro. We appreciate all of the support. And subscribe to us on all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube, Q&Sign E Podcast. And subscribe to my YouTube. Just type in 